Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Chris Ancarlo. Now that Governor Newsom has unveiled his record-setting state budget proposal, negotiations are underway with the state legislature on the final form of that blueprint. And one of the key items in the governor's agenda is homelessness, on which Newsom proposes to spend another $2 billion. That's on top of the $12 billion allocated in the current budget to tackle homelessness. That was far beyond anything ever spent by the state before. So that would mean a total of $14 billion spent on homelessness over two budget cycles. Uh, the state had never even spent more than a billion dollars in a single year on it before. There's obviously great support both within the legislature and among the public for doing whatever it takes to address one of the state's longest running and most intractable problems. But some wonder if more money is really the answer when they say they haven't seen the payoff yet from last year's huge investment, Chris and Patty. And this $2 billion that's been added from this year's blueprint, do we have any idea of where it's going to be spent? Yeah, so the governor sees this as sort of building on the, the big outlay from last year's budget. And the $2 billion, most of it, about $1.5 billion, uh, is to get people off the street and into behavioral health shelter and treatment. So really a focus on mental health services, substance abuse services, uh, as opposed to building housing, which was more of the focus last time. And then half a billion, 500 million or so, is to clean up encampments. I mean, that's become a big focus because the governor's hearing that uh, and he sees them. He goes out and cleans them up himself sometimes, um, you know, that they're just everywhere and, and people are t- tired of seeing it, I guess. And so they're really focusing on that money for Caltrans and other agencies to clean up Uh, some of those encampments uh, to remove at least, I guess, the most visible reminder of what's going on on the streets. I wanted to ask you about that because it is so visible and so much money has been funneled to this problem, but at least on the surface, it it doesn't look like it's getting any better. Yeah, and that's a real problem. I mean, the governor brought that up in his briefing that, you know, people say to him, gee, you're spending all this money and it's not getting any better. And he stressed uh, that actually 58,000 people were taken off the streets last year, which is an extraordinary number, then 50,000 of them around the state through Project Room Key, which was his initial program, um, got, you know, hotel rooms, converted hotel rooms where they can live. And then 8,000 through Project Home Key, which is sort of the successor program, um, got places, permanent places to live, not just a hotel room, but actual homes of some sort with supportive services. That's a lot of people, 58,000. But of course, there are tens of thousands more in San Francisco and Los Angeles and Oakland and San Jose and up and down the state. Um, so it just seems to be getting worse to people. And as the encampments get worse, people don't see all those people who are removed and find places to live. But, you know, they are making headway, but we don't see it day to day walking down the street. It seems worse to us, but the governor wants people to know that, yes, this money is being spent and it takes a long time. It's not something where you allocate billions of dollars and then the next day homelessness is gone. I mean, this has been going on for decades. So it's going to take time to spend the money in the way that's going to make a real difference. Yeah, a clear example of that in L.A. County where it was more than a billion dollars in bond measures and it's taken five years just for the results to 
start to trickle in. Now, what we're hearing from some homeless advocates is that man, perhaps the governor is using this $2 billion as somewhat of a workaround, the Boise decision, which basically says that in order to move somebody off of the street, you have to have a bed for them. How does the governor kind of weave between the homeless advocacy groups that are saying something like that? And of course, many people who just see the encampments and want to see them gone. Yeah, and the, you know the fact that you bring up the bond measure in LA. You know when it's bond money as opposed to money coming out of the state budget, it takes even longer because you've got to sell the bonds and then re- get the income. I mean that that adds even more time to the process. And in this case, the governor's not doing that; they're just using general fund revenue. Um, yeah, that's a difficult weave for him. Um, he, especially when it comes to something like conservatorship, which he talked about. You know, the, the, there are the the people out there who are upset that they see the encampments or that they're encroaching on their neighbors, and they want action now. And then there are those who want a sensitive approach to the issues that are on the street. And I, you know, I've spent a lot of time on the street and spent overnights with homelessness. And I mean, I'm writing a novel, sidebar, I'm writing a novel now that uh, homelessness is a really big factor in it, uh, as is the conservatorship law. Um, but you go out there and there, there are a lot of reasons that people are on the street. I, a lot of it is economic. Some of it is mental health. Some of it is substance abuse. There are combinations of all those factors. There's evictions. Uh, the pandemic has been a factor. There are so many different things that go into this. And for people who just walk down the street and see tents and see debris spilling into the street, uh, they don't necessarily think about the, the different reasons that go into why someone is out there and what can be done about it. And it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. So it, it's a complex problem. And that's why this has been going on. And we've been having this debate since the 1980s, at least. Let's talk a little bit more about conservatorship and conservatorship reform, which the governor is very much in favor of. Tell us what that means. Yeah, he said he's going to be leaning in heavily on that issue this year. Basically, what it means is the ability to get somebody into help who isn't willing to get it for themselves. I mean, that's really what it boils down to is being able to take someone off the street and make them get substance abuse help or mental health services when they resist it. And, you know, back in the 60s, there was a backlash after conditions were terrible in mental health institutions. Under Governor Reagan, um, there was a a move to to make it harder to put somebody uh, into conservatorship. And that has been true for a long, long time. And now there's been a movement in recent years to make it easier. And um, it's a sensitive issue. Uh, A lot of conservative Republicans, speaking broadly, have been saying, look, we got to be able to force people into services while that's been a, a the Democrats have been more reluctant to do it. And the governor said, look, that's a tough conversation and we're going to have to have it. And there's, I think, a growing consensus that there has to be some sort of reform of those laws to make it easier um, to, to get somebody into services who resists it. Because in California and other states as well, it's really tough if someone is not an obvious threat to themselves or to others to get someone off the street and get them help. And and that's part of the process, I think, and the conversation the governor wants to have. You can create treatment slots, you can build supportive housing, but if people aren't willing to go to, to those places, then there isn't much you can do for them right now. Thanks as always, Doug. All right. Thank you both. Uh, obviously, an important conversation, one we'll continue to have as the time goes on here over the months and years, I bet, before the, this uh, is really resolved, or we hope it will be. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.